the Let's Go Racing Family Podcast, sharing our love through NASCAR, running, and just racing through life. Hosted by Sebastian, Giovanni, Karen, Tony, and me, Johan. Each week, we'll talk about our view of the world through the lens of racing. Let's Go Racing Family here. We are currently watching the Richmond race, which has been uh, pretty long. And we are coming now to about 10 to go. Our current leaders are William Byron, Martin Truex Jr., Kyle Larson, Denny Hamlin, and Kevin Harvick. I think Truex is coming with a head of steam to catch Byron. The gap is closing. Has Byron still not gone to the pits? Because they were saying that he was the only one that hadn't gone in and he was on old tires. No, I think he went in. Maybe, because I don't remember... um, him going in the pits at all and that conversation was happening when he was when it was like this lineup of cars so i think he could still need to go in maybe he's trying to like push it larson's falling yeah, back i don't i don't think he's gone in yet and i do know that the 11 and the four are pretty fast maybe truex jr too i don't know if truex jr has gone in or not because it it's like- basically byron and truex jr separated by a half a second or now it's four tenths of a second and then hamlin and Harvick are about two seconds back. So it leads like me to Denny, believe they may need to go Denny in. Truex is closing, closing the gap. Or maybe not. Maybe this is part of their strategy, the pit strategy of, you know, trying to save gas. I mean, we're eight to go. There is still that chance of a potential caution. Oh, Denny's coming. Oh, my word. Denny Hamlin out of like Denny Hamlin on earth. That, that, he, was like is, a, he was like a second Denny and a has half behind. Cut this Denny down Hamlin. To seven tenths of a second. Denny Hamlin is hungry. He's stuck behind Harrison Burton right now, but he he's just the hungry, passed. hungry hippo. Denny Hamlin is about to pass Martin Truex Jr. on the outside. Kevin Harvick. And Ooh, we got a little bit loose. in second place. With this is six a four horse go. race. Okay, now knowing Hamlin's track record at this track, he's really good. Like, NASCAR on Instagram shared a statistic uh, about him. He does really well oh, at Hamlin. Richmond. He's making a run. Oh, my word. He's close Harvick's to the gap. there. Harvick I, also. I'm pretty sure something's wrong with his bump. Oh, oh. No, I, oh, I think getting. it's what I Up think that they're oh, on old tires. To, oh, there he goes. Oh, there he, there goes. he is. I could get three going. points. Three points. Three points. Yeah, I think Denny Hamlin did go in, right? He, so he has yes. newer tires. Harvick's there. And Harvick. Ooh. He's been quiet for a majority of the season, but it seems like this could be where he... Takes it, maybe. I, I feel like this is the first race of the season where we've seen some of these old school guys like Denny Hamlin and Harvick and old Truex school. up in the front. Yes, they're older than the 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 you know the new line of guys. Like. All right, it's gonna come down to Harvick, right. Denny and Hamlin. Harvick and Hamlin. Now they're going for to it. Go. This is scary. Ooh! Now can Harvick catch the eleven? I'm rooting for the eleven of Denny Hamlin. Of course you are. That's your pick. I think he could. I think, come on, Denny. Denny Dennis. I think it was Lar- Larson and. Hamlin that were having a battle and Harvick was like very close to them so I think he could catch him coming it's three to go they're, I thought this was they're Byron's in heavy lap race. traffic too I thought this was Byron's race for sure well I think they just played the pit strategy trying to stay out longer two to go older tires Jenny Hamlin is does Kevin I, Harvick have anything I, I, I Harvick and Hamlin have proven that you you need fresher tires. The two right. guys. Wow, that... Harvick is closing on Hamlin right there. I think Harvick oh, wants to. Coming... Oh, they're coming up on Suarez. They just passed. Is that Joey? Yep. Harvick wants this win more than anybody. But I, I'm rooting for Hamlin for sure. Go Hamlin in that FedEx car. Did anything happen? We come down to the white flag. The Xfinity race yesterday came to up to a bump and run. 
Will Harvick get okay, close? Okay, here goes Hamlin. I just, just don't passed. know if Harvick's going to be able to get close Joey enough. Joey Logano. Amarola's He's moving gonna out of the way. He's going to get a run. Does yeah. Harvick dare yeah, die? Yeah, these guys slowed them. Ooh. Slowed him down. Ooh, Logano. Denny is that Hamlin. It? Happy boy. Yes, sir. Three points. That was a good finish. Denny Hamlin crosses the line and takes the win at Richmond. That's his first win for the entire season, which is surprising. Wow. Seventh different winner. What was the stat? One of you had said you had heard that his average finish this year was, wasn't it like outside yeah, the top 20? I think his average finish was like 22nd this season. Outside, I think it was like outside the or top. Or he's outside the top 20 he's in points? Outside, yeah, outside the top 20 in points. Now he's locked in the playoffs and give me three points. Wow. Impressive yeah. run. If anybody needed a win like that, that was it was definitely Denny Hamlin. So that is an awesome win for the 11 car, kind of harkening back to uh, almost a year ago. I mean, he had a pretty decent year last year, but obviously not as dominant as he had in 2020 between him and Harvick. So this was a little bit of that kind of throwback to 2020 season. It's become a theme. Okay, no, he's getting it out. He was doing his uh, <laughs> it looked his like burnout, he got stuck. and it looked like he got stuck in the grass, but he's able to continue to do this the This was actually a fun finish. Yeah, for a Richmond race, it definitely was. I mean, you had a little bit of pit strategy uh, that played in. I think we kind of lost track on exactly who went in and who didn't, but at the end of the day, it looked like, obviously, Hamlin and, and Harvick had fresher tires. Uh, and they were able to run down the leaders and run down a Hendrick car, which how many times can you say that where a Hendrick car was leading with a few laps to go with 10 to go and not close the deal? I thought it, Actually, um, I thought if anybody was going to be true or be Byron, it was going to be Truex. You thought it was going to be Truex. What were you going to say? I was just going to say that, like, I've seen it happen before. Well, of course, but it's not like it's happened recently. It's. I mean, Hendrick has been has been Toyota's dominant. first win of the year. Yeah, and 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 what a win to be the Toyota uh, win at first win of the year. What was the name of this race? The Toyota Owners Four Hundred. Yeah, so definitely a lot of excitement for Joe Gibbs and the uh, Toyota team. So well, they did all did all Joe Gibbs cars finished in the top ten. So clearly, they were very strong cars in today's yeah. race. Today was a. In fact, speaking of strong cars. Kyle Busch got black flagged because his uh, pit crew put a piece of tape that was supposed to be in like a brake canal or something like that on the front of the car. And it was over just four inches um, too much. And it was actually on the grill and he got black flagged. So he had to come in, which, you know, they kept saying was a costly mistake. But he ended up finishing ninth. Kyle Busch? Yeah. Yeah. So I got a point this week and I'm glad he was able to get a top 10. This has made me happy. Did I? Let me see. My pick was Martin Truex Jr. I think he finished fourth. Yeah. Yep. So I got myself two yeah, points. Fourth. So for a second, um, he Denny was running fourth actually, behind Larson, and it was a three second of three second gap. Yeah, they closed that gap very very fast, like really quick. Like like Johan said, it was three seconds from Byron to Hamlin, and then all of a sudden he just starts closing it and. We could have seen either two different winners, that being William Byron or Martin Truex Jr., and within the small span of 10 laps, it went from those two to Kevin Harvick and Denny Hamlin fighting for it. And it it does show that the strategy definitely comes into play with the tires and yeah. pit stops, especially at a track like this. Yeah. 
And I think that was part of it, right? Because they had done this strategy where they were off. They wanted to be off cycle. I know that's what jumped Denny Hamlin late in the race up into the top 10 was because of that off cycle uh, pit strategy. And they were able to deliver on a win today. So happy for uh, Joe Gibbs racing and uh, the number 11 car. Uh, Johan, where did uh, your guy Chase Elliott finish? I, I know that he was he, he had some trouble, didn't he? Yeah, I think he finished like 16th, I think. So not a not a strong day for, uh, well, I mean, you did have William Byron in the top five. But yep, honestly, I was... Not a strong day like, for Hendrick. Even though um, Byron is a, a Hendrick driver, I was actually rooting for a Toyota driver, which is Denny Hamlin, because... Because he was your race pick. Multiple reasons. I want there to be multiple winners, because this year I'm hoping that 16 drivers win and 16 drivers get locked in. And and also, I'm hoping I get three points. And both of those reasons made me happy. If Truex won, I would have been fine with that because I would have been the seventh winner. But I'm even happier with Hamlin winning. Well, let's real quick, since we're on the topic, let's talk about our race picks. So I'll go next because I think my guy was up there. I think he finished fourth, Martin Truex Jr. Had a really strong run. And uh, I at one point I thought he was going to win. And, you know, again, with pit strategy and, you know, his teammate uh, just rode the right momentum at the right time. But still nothing to be ashamed of. Martin Truex Jr. again with a very strong run at Richmond, which he's known for. By the way, congratulations. Those are your first points of the season. Seriously? Yes. I've been that bad and making my race picks. Yep. Wow. All right. Seven races. <laughs> It only took me seven races to get there. All right. Who wants to go next? Where Do you guys know where you guys I finished? I know where Joey Logano finished. He, he finished, finished outside 17th. the top 10. I'm and the leader of the point standings. Actually, no. I was a little bit disappointed with Joey's performance. I think he could have done better. And he was doing better. He worked his way up to second place. And then during pit stop cycle... He unfortunately had some pit trouble, I think, and fell back a bit. He got his way back up to the top 10. and the near Did the he end, have any just... mechanical issues at all? I don't Throughout know. the race, or was it primarily the, uh, the pit? It was primarily the pits, I believe. Okay. So, good run from Joey. Just at the end, didn't finish where I wanted him to. Top 17. Sebastian? Um, Kyle Busch, we mentioned earlier, he had um, a penalty because they put tape over a spot that they weren't supposed to and before that Kyle Busch was running up there like he was at in second close to the end but even though he got that penalty because a lot of the cars were lapped he was able to stay inside the top 10 and get ninth so I got one point this week not bad Karen and I picked Daniel Suarez and um, he didn't do too well at the beginning of the race and then in the third stage he did manage to get up in the top 10 but then with the pit uh the green flag pit stops um and then a group of them staying out they kind of fell back and uh he ended up finishing i think he's the one that ended up finishing 16th yeah yeah he did finish 16th mm -hmm. who'd you say finished 16th i thought it was chase, chase. elliott i think i don't know i'll have to check it then but no i, I definitely yeah. do remember seeing suarez had made his way back up to 16th and and, you know, since we're on the topic of Daniel Suarez and, and Team Trackhouse, again, another strong week for Ross Chastain. Let's just take a second to say, I think he's the real deal. Oh, this yeah. team is the real deal. Whether or not we'll see Daniel Suarez have the same kind of success, I believe he will. I think they're just 
they're still figuring it out. I think that now that Ross kind of broke through and got that first win, I think the confidence is there. He was up in second place. I mean, mm-hmm. there were a couple of times where he was restarting near the top and they were running the graphic about how he had been performing the last few weeks. Um, I don't remember exactly where he finished. I do know that he was running top five. Trackhouse will and currently is a force to be reckoned with. Yeah, another strong team. And again, I think it it goes to what NASCAR wanted, which was more competitiveness across the different teams by evening the playing field with this new car. Right. I think today some of the drivers that usually are up there, like Joey um, Suarez, Chastain, like um, some good drivers ended up finishing like in the mid, in like the the teens because I think it was because that's that pit cycle um was confusing because I was like wait did who who pitted is the cycle over because there was lots of cars a lap down and I was confused I even think um Truex ran out of gas because I saw one of the guys one of his crew chief I saw his crew chief if mad and then he was and then Truex was pretty slow so I was thinking I think he didn't pit and he was out of gas and then Byron didn't pit. So it was confusing. So overall, what'd you guys think of this race? I think it was a pretty good one at the end. Yeah, it it definitely was the most the most entertaining part was towards the end uh, because for a majority of it, Blaney and Byron were just leading the entire time. Yeah. Yeah, leading more than half the race. Uh, yeah, I'll be honest. I, I, I don't. This definitely wasn't one of my most exciting from this season. There have been quite a few races where it was actually a lot more exciting, especially as the laps were winding down. Um, but even throughout, uh, even last week's race, you know, uh, and something that we didn't address it, you know, we didn't do an episode last week, and we were thinking to ourselves, man, that would have been the that race. That was the race to, to end with, because you know, we do our end. Uh, and it was a spectacular way. Spect- that it was an incredible ended. finish. Like, actually, so cool. I probably think thought we would be screaming like, oh, my goodness. Oh, A.J. Almendinger spawned. Ross Chastain's going to win. Despite us all being in different rooms in different places, I think we can all say we had the same general reaction. Yeah, we were super stoked and super excited. So, uh, you know, especially when you come off the heels of a race like that, this race wasn't as 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 uh, you know exciting lap after lap, uh, but you know it was still a good race near the end. Still not the most exciting Richmond race we've ever seen. We're actually going to talk about uh, in a, in an upcoming segment in a minute here uh, an experience that we had about six years ago when we were actually at Richmond and we were watching the race wind down and we were actually watching Sebastian's favorite driver leading that race and uh we'll talk about that in a minute but that was that was a very exciting uh and uh not exactly what we saw today there wasn't really a bump and run at the end like i think johan you were saying was it yesterday's xfinity race oh yeah yesterday's xfinity race ty gibbs put the bumper to john hunter nemechek yeah, so we were expecting to see something like that, especially coming off the heels of what Ross Chastain did last week uh, to Almendinger. But anyway, uh, still, I mean, it's it's NASCAR, and I'm 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 excited to watch uh, any kind of race. Uh, but uh, yeah, not but, my not my most exciting one for the I, year. I think so there far. there was a driver who probably didn't think this was his best race um, race either, and that was um, 
the 45 of Kurt Busch. He was oh, out in the first, first lap. Yeah. He was out in a blown engine or something like that. And he was just done. And what was I'm the like, segment early that they talked about that he had, I think he had some military folks yeah, that so were there he, and he's hosting. Yeah. He hosts the uh, active duty military uh, men and women and then veterans. And so they were doing a whole segment on how he's uh, made friendships with them and he is inviting them to the races. So that's like one of his things that he does. Um, so he has racing. them all there. And then it, they couldn't even see him. It race. wasn't his fault, but he had fuel problems early and we knew it was a problem because, again, first 10 laps, all of a sudden he's going around and he can't get fuel pickup. And, you know, unless you did not fill the tank up, which was not the case, there was a huge mechanical issue. And it took him several laps to get that fixed over, let's see, yeah, 109 laps. He he only finished 291 laps. So, yeah, not exactly the kind of finish. So. Not and 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 I've heard it before. The drivers they they never like to just ride around, but he does keep his DNF streak alive. Um, so I think that was important. Any last thoughts on this week's race before we uh, talk about next week? Mm, no. Not really. I I can't wait to see if um they do the night race later in the season and see how that could that could be different from this race. Yeah. And I, I definitely think too, when you get later in the season with the playoffs and I cannot remember off the top of my head, if next year of the, the late race this year is in the playoffs or leading up to the playoffs, either way, it's going to be very exciting and uh, yeah, they will not hold back. So, all right, Sebastian, where is NASCAR going next week? Next week, NASCAR is having a Saturday night race under the lights at Martinsville for the Blue Emu Max Pain Relief 400. Now remember, Johan, tell our audience, how big is the Martinsville track? I think it's like a half a mile. Yes, sir. And so whenever we say 500 or 400, is that miles? Or what are they saying? Um, I would, I don't really know. I think kilometer. No. It's the laps because, you know, this race that we just watched, it was the the uh, Toyota owners 400. Richmond actually is about a mile is actually 0.75 miles. I was going to say it's three quarters yeah, of a three mile, quarters right? of a mile. That's so the paperclip track. The Martinsville is Martinsville. And that's a half mile. And so the fo- the 400 is actually 400 laps. The reason I'm mentioning this is that this is a shorter race. In the past, this race has always been a 500-lap race. So it'll be really interesting that now you're taking what is already a quick race and shortening it 100 laps. So, all right, are you guys ready to do our race picks? Yes, yeah. sir. All right. It's the Let's Go Racing Family Picks of the Week. All right, as Sebastian said, next week, NASCAR is going to Martinsville. For the Blue Emu Max Payne 400. So, who's going first this week, Karen? That'll be Johan. Well, they call this place Martinsville for no reason. If you take away the Ville, it's Martin. I'm going with the number 19 of Martin Truex Jr. Martin Truex Jr. All right, that's a great pick. All right, that puts me next. And for my race pick, I'm going to pick him again. I went with him last week. But I'm going to go with him again. I think he has a good chance. Daniel Suarez, 
Wow. Daniel okay. Suarez. That would be an awesome win for him to pull off. For me, I'm going to go with a driver who isn't um, Joe Gibbs and actually just won today. Denny Hamlin in the number 11. So you think he's going to keep that momentum going and be our first repeat winner for the season? Yes, sir. All right. Denny Hamlin. Tony, you're Oh, next. is it me? Yeah. Okay. I was wondering. I thought I was going to go last. All right. So I'm going to go with a guy who I think is also going to keep the momentum and someone who I think if there were probably another 10 laps to go in the race that we just watched, might have given Denny Hamlin a little something at the end. And that is the number four of Kevin Harvick. Ooh, Kevin Harvick. Okay. Um, I'm going to go with, you know what? I'm going to pick somebody who's been doing really, really well this entire season. He didn't finish too Ricky Stenhouse well Jr.? No, no, no. Um, I'm going to go with the number one of Ross Chastain. Nice. Ross, Ross Chastain. Chastain. For a second, Man. I thought you were going to go VJ McLeod. I don't you know, even know who that is. <laughs> oh <my goodness. laughs> you know, I'm worried that mom's in last right now in points. Because every time she's in last, she makes a comeback. She makes a strong run. All right. Well, those are our picks. Mr. Martinsville. For Martinsville. The Blue Emu Max Payne 400. Under the lights. So as I mentioned and I teased earlier in the episode, I actually wanted to do a, a, a special segment for Racing Through Life. I actually wanted to go back six years and I wanted to pull up a video and actually show us what Sebastian's reaction was when he was watching an unfortunate thing kind of play out. And we, I was, I had thought as we we're watching the race, wow, Kyle Busch is winning this race. I want to get my son's reaction because I know it's going to be exciting. He's going to be so happy and we can see a replay of the actual race on TV, but I wanted to get your reaction as you were watching your favorite driver. The raw emotion. The raw motion of your driver winning at Richmond because he was dominant, right? But that's not exactly how it played out, right? It didn't. So what happened? Why don't so you tell are, our are audience? Are we going to watch it? Well, yeah, and then we can kind of replay what happened. Actually, you want me to replay it? Yeah, replay so it. So why don't you set the stage the for our off. audience? In fact, let me actually do this. I'm going to actually play down the last five laps of this race. Look who's in third. And look at, yeah. So why don't you replay it for our audience as if we were doing it this year? So with five to go at the Toyota Owners 400 of 2016, Kyle Busch was leading and Carl Edwards was 0.40 seconds off. And and then I, Jimmy Johnson was a distant third. So let's get yeah. the Jimmy Johnson no, reference no, in. Carl Edward, Kyle Busch would turn Edwards. They both. All right. It's not about Jimmy not Johnson. Important. It Let's get matter. back to the point. So, so with three to go, so with three to go, and again, they were teammates. Kyle Busch is leading, and Carl Edwards is slowly closing ground. Yeah, and Kyle, like, I seriously thought that Kyle Busch, he was going to win it, and that there's no way the 19 was going to catch him. And then now we get to um, no, two he, to go. No, he was half a go. second away. Yeah, he was about a half a second, about four tenths to, to a half a second, kept going back and forth with two to go. We're thinking, all right, this is at this point in the race, I'm like, all right, uh, I'm going to show Bush. 
has it I'm going to record my son. So I got my camera out. I pointed at you. I'm not even watching the race. Okay, here and goes then the white, white flag. flag. With the white flag, take it, take it home. Kyle Busch is leading. Um, oh, the 19 gets really close in turn one and two. Samantha Bush was watching, and Bush is like leading, and the 19 goes really hard into three and four and bumps him out of the bumps Kyle out of the way to win the race. And this is all playing out. As we're watching it live at the track, and again, I had no idea what was going on behind me, and so I'm going to replay for our audience your reaction. Oh, look how little you guys were. You know, I still vividly remember this. I remember Jimmy Johnson should have won. And you can see it right here. That is the moment when Sebastian grabs his face. Oh, and he says no. And he starts screaming no. no. And it just... I, and at this point, I'm like, something bad happened. Oh. And in slow-mo, look at Giovanni. He realized what happened, and he decided he, he loves his, his brother. a little heartbreak for him. Look at, look at the way he looks. And, That's Sebastian. Sebastian oh my has his head down. It's, it oh. was, this, this was a classic moment, and it, it, it's sad. <laughs> and I'm not laughing at my kid, but it just goes to show the emotion that you guys have for your drivers. And you know what? It can be good and it can be bad. And yeah. that's what makes those sweeter times that much sweeter. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. I mean, do you, you remember that? Oh, yeah. I remember that. I was not in a happy mood on that day. <laughs> it, it, it took you it a little so while sad. to recover. Like, you know, how Johan keeps bringing up the hashtag. This um, random driver of the week stinks. That's basically how I was with Carl Edwards. Hashtag. Um, Carl Edwards stinks. Well, and this was back my... when Carl Edwards existed. <laughs> yeah, yeah, this was his last season. And what's crazy, we had no idea that this was going to be his last season. Yeah, and you were saying how like the the like how Gio was like consoling me and stuff, yeah. and how he realized what he was going on. He felt your pain. He actually did something where he created a wanted poster on his notes of for like a trillion dollars i just put one and then like a bunch of zeros it was like carl edwards (laughs) (laughs) oh my goodness yes carl edwards i for stealing away for stealing a win away from kyle bush yeah what's great and again we had no idea actually mom and i hadn't even talked about it at the time but later that season we ended up going down to Miami. That was the year I think we surprised them, right? Yeah. We surprised them. Yep. We should show that video. Hey, don't worry. We'll Joey Logano caught the wanted um, Carl Edwards in Homestead. Yeah, but <laughs> it didn't work out. It Stop didn't it. work out for anybody because then we lost <laughs> Carl Edwards and he walked away from the sport. When Joey didn't get it. Hey, at least Jimmy day, got his seventh championship because they caught the robber. Yes, they did. caught the robber Carl Ed- Joey caught the robber Carl Edwards that let Jimmy Johnson walk by. Yes, but. But this isn't about Jimmy Johnson right no, now. This was about uh, Kyle Busch. And honestly, I when we were um, thinking about today's episode and as I was watching the race, I'm like, oh, my goodness. Is this going to play out where the 18 and the 19 or 1-2 coming down to the end just like this one? Uh, but unfortunately, that did not happen. The 19 finished. But, of course, we know that Kyle Busch had some trouble. But at one point, I thought, oh, snap. Six years later, is this going to play out? But maybe in reverse. Maybe it's the 19, Mark Truex Jr. now leading, 
and Kyle Busch remembers and he sticks the bumper uh, to get the win. But unfortunately, that did not play out the way it did. It would have been poetic, especially with this video that we decided that we wanted to pull out of our our uh, archives. archives. Yeah. 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 So anyway, just a quick moment just to reinforce how much this sport has meant to our family over the years. And also, it's pretty cool to see uh, a little brotherly love, a little brotherly support there even back then. Uh, because yes, Joey Logano, he, I think at the, when I was watching, when we were watching that he was in the top 10, but he wasn't factoring in that win. And it's just on cue. It was like Gio kind of, he just knew. I'm pretty sure Joey finished over. outside the top 10. Cause I remember a few, um, I remember watching this race, a replay, but I remember Joey having trouble. So I think he finished outside the top 10, but Jimmy should have well, won that race. This well, is why Joey's still in the league. Yeah. So anyway, there you go. That that is our look back at a little bit of NASCAR history uh, with our family, actually at the Richmond race, and that's one of the reasons why I would say this wasn't this today's race wasn't the most exciting because we've actually experienced a little bit more excitement firsthand. Uh, and and again, for years, Richmond was the race right before the playoffs, and this was the track where uh, Jeremy Mayfield way back, way before. I think the only one that was alive at the time was Sebastian when he had a late win to get himself in the playoffs. I think this was also the controversial track where the Michael, the Michael Walter racing racing deal happened. So this track is history. So there is a lot of history in the race. um, Martin Truex Jr. gets in the playoffs, get kicked, gets kicked out. Ryan Newman walks in. And And then Jeff Gordon ended up missing, but then they put him in the playoffs because of that whole thing. No, it was Newman that missed it, and then they put in. They and threw Jeff him Gordon. in. Check Jeff Gordon, w- yeah, he was they, part of that. Yeah, it was supposed to be twelve. This but one they I know. Added an extra. No, I I know, I know. I've learned my lesson to to go up against you. Usually, you're right, but I'm telling you, Jeff Gordon was one of the reasons why that was a whole big old mess because he. Was I'm one of the pretty drivers. sure. I it was. Let's just leave it for we'll our it. viewers to do their own to do the <laughs> research <laughs> and see. Which of you two is right? Bottom line is Richmond can be an exciting race as we as we had talked about. So, all right. I think that's going to do it for us this week. Giovanni, why don't you take us out? That's going to wrap up this week's episode. Thank you so much for listening on in. Consider subscribing, following all of our socials, and uh, liking our videos. Logic Racing Family, out. <laughs>